0: Hey there everybody, welcome to Up All Night and Are You Afraid of the Dark Podcast. My name is Cortland, and with me today is the creator of Sponge with a U, Brandon. How you doing, Brandon?
1: I'm doing good, Cortland. That's good. Sponge is my greatest creation.
0: Sponge is your greatest?
1: And my only creation.
0: <laughs> you know what? No offense, Brandon. I ain't eating that shit. Looks gross. It looks
1: gross, but it tastes even grosser. <laughs> But on the plus side, when you eat it, you won't care what it tastes like because you're a zombie.
0: Oh, okay. Actually, that sounds pretty great then. Who doesn't want to be a zombie? I don't know. Exactly. If there's
1: anyone who doesn't want to be a zombie, then they're going to eat my sponge so that they'll be a zombie. So I don't have to listen to them anymore. Gross.
0: I still don't understand why that kid was like, no, it's sponge with a U. Like, oh. It's
1: very important that you know how it's spelled. (laughs) <laughs> doesn't make any fucking sense. That's just just, that episode was ridiculous. Uh, eating a sponge would be disgusting, but eating this disgusting food isn't.
0: It Somehow. looks like somebody took sponges and like ground them up and then mixed Pureed it with Pureed
1: like... sponge?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Never going to eat that shit. And that's why I hated that episode as a kid, if I didn't already mention that last episode. <laughs> Makes sense. So how are you doing this week, Brandon? I'm doing good. That's good. Pretty good. Wonderful. Did you do anything fun this week? You know it. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) We're (laughs) like the most boring people ever.
1: Of course not.
0: (laughs) How dare you ask me that? Sorry. I do it every week. I just try to keep in tradition. (laughs) Man, okay. How about
1: you? What did you do?
0: What did I do? Uh, You know... Remember like 26 weeks ago when I said I was going to clean out a room and have it be my pod- podcast studio? I think
1: about it every day, yeah.
0: I know, me too. And I-, I started to clean it out, but the problem I have is that there's wasps <laughs> that have been getting <laughs> oh, into my Jesus. house.
1: <laughs> have they taken over that room?
0: No, not entirely. Do you just
1: like board it up like, that's the wasps room, honey, just stay <laughs> away. <laughs> you don't bother them. They won't bother They you.
0: haven't. They haven't been, like, flying around the house yet, but, like, okay, so the room, I can look into it right now because the door's open. It's just, it's just right in my view. I can look in there, and there's dead wasps by my, like, sliding glass door, and mm-hmm. I don't- We were like, what the hell's going on here? Why are we- Why are there dead wasps there? And then we have another door that opens up, and it's, like, a storage room, and then the, there's a door outside. Well, the wasps are getting in somewhere around the outside, you know, the outside into that room- and I went in mm-hmm. there the other day, I didn't see any dead wasps there, I didn't see any like wasps crawling around or anything, but then one flew by my head, and I was like, okay, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> I have to- them. I gotta get them before they debt me, you know? <laughs> so. Yes. If you give them one room, they'll get comfortable-
1: They'll take over, and then the next thing you know, they're in the next room, and they're like, oh, it's fine if we just chill out here on this couch. I
0: You give wasps an inch, and they take over the house.
1: <laughs> That's their house. They're letting you live in it right now.
0: I know. I have to put a stop to this. I just I just haven't done it yet because, I, I don't know, I don't think about it. I, I should because, you know, they're wasps, but...
1: Yeah. Uh. When you're... Covered in a swarm of wasps, then yeah. you'll be like f-
0: f- Why didn't I do yeah. <laughs> as I'm getting <laughs> Should have done to something. Death. So if there's no podcast next week, it's because I got I got stung to death.
1: <laughs> yes. And I am not carrying on
0: without you. I don't blame you, man. It's a tough thing. Podcasting's hard. It's a lot yeah. of work that goes into it. If I'm not working <laughs> Fuck that. I'm doing the podcast. It takes a lot of if time. If you di- died, I'd be like, fuck it. <laughs> I wouldn't blame you, man. If you died, I would also be like, fuck this. So don't. That's a, we can't die for the next, like, 70 whatever weeks. Or, right, know, in case. Pinky Swear on Are this, you afraid man. the Dark decides to go on.
1: <laughs> After that, you're free to die whenever. Alright,
0: nice. <laughs> <laughs> man, did you see. I know that, like, uh, link to the. Awake, link's awakening came out but did you mm-hmm. see that there's a goose untitled goose game that came out i've heard of that i've heard
1: untitled goose game i feel for like 10 years people just saying untitled goose game with no context no description yeah. i don't know what kind of game this is
0: you should it's just an look untitled up. Look up goose the game trailer it it's... looks fun
1: is this just another goat simulator? Cause that's in my head. That's what I'm picturing. I'm picturing just a meme-filled goat simulator, kind of. Oh, isn't this
0: so silly, kind of game. I've never played Goat Simulator. I that's like 3D though, isn't it? It's kind of like uh, Grand Theft Auto, right? I mean, it's a goat simulator. You simulate being a goat. Okay, so it's it's more two dimensional like that, or than that. It's more isometric view, and you play mm-hmm. as a goose, and you honk at people, and you hide. And then you'd like steal their shit, and they chase after you, and you just honk at them, and you—it looks like a lot of fun.
1: Just the phrase "honk at people,"
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> kind of sells me on it already.
0: Like the trailer that they have for it is pretty funny. Like you have certain tasks that you have to do, like you have to like steal the gardener's keys and open a door, and like get them wet with a sprinkler or whatever but the way you do it is just like up to you so you just like go Mm -hmm. in and you honk at him and he drops something and you steal it and then he runs after you and you hide in some bushes and then you honk at him (laughs) it seems like it'd be a lot of fun but also I read that speedrunners have already I will at the
1: very least I will look up the trailer
0: Okay, yeah, it's worth looking up I think
1: you've sold me on potentially looking at a video of it
0: my thing is, though, is it's on sale right now for $15 on the Switch, and mm-hmm. I don't feel like I could get that amount of money out of it.
1: Mm-hmm. You said the speedrunners have beaten it in, like...
0: Like, five minutes. How long? Five minutes? Yeah. I'm haven't. I'm not going to look it up, but... I mean, you're probably uncle.
1: not going to speed run it right away?
0: Yeah. I'm sure that the first run will take a couple of hours, because yeah, you're going to want to explore and honk at children and stuff.
1: If you got a couple of hours out of $15, that's pretty good.
0: I'm very frugal with my video game purchases. That is one Hobbs and Shaw ticket. This movie's not even in theaters anymore, is it?
1: I don't know. That's my most recent movie reference. What's out? What's out there? Angry Uh, Birds 2?
0: I don't know. The Joker movie? I don't think it's out yet, though. Soon. I don't know. I have no interest in going to see anything that's out right now. Are you ready to get into this episode? Oh right, the episode. Yeah, fucking the season yeah. finale, Let's man. Do
1: it! All
0: right. So Brandon and I just got done watching season two, episode thirteen, the season finale, the tale of Old Man Cochran. Corcoran. 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 Cor, Coro. Corcoran. ran. Cor. Cor. Cor-, 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 Cor-
1: Corcoran. Cor- 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 Old man, Cortland. (laughs) All right, sounds good. Yeah,
0: I was so worried when I when I told you what the episode name was last season, or I mean last episode, that I was Mm -hmm. gonna fuck it up because I didn't, I don't know how to say this name, Corcoran. I don't
1: know. Corcoran.
0: It's just like Kyla Pratt. (laughs) Kyla Pratt. (laughs) Get it right. Never. Oh, man. So this episode, what do you think about this one?
1: I liked it. Me too. It wasn't like Pinball Wizard was a fantastic end of season episode. Season one wrap up. Yes. It was a great way to end that season. This is less of a bombastic (laughs) out there. It's a
0: good ghost story. It's a good ghost story. It definitely didn't feel like a season finale to me. Um, they didn't. Like, the Midnight Society bit at the end didn't say, like, see you next season, kids, or anything like that. It was just, like, a normal episode. Some
1: of us will be replaced, probably. <laughs> Bye.
0: This is the last time you'll see Gary. Bye. Oh, God, no. That's not going to happen. But, yeah, I liked the episode. I thought it was fun. It left me wanting more, though. In more a good way. How? In a good way. I just. Wanted... More of the characters, more of the story, more. I just want to know more about the episode. Hmm. In a good way, though. Okay. Like not a they cheated me out of information. Because I mean, we'll talk about it. But the ending was yeah. interesting. I would love to know more, though. All right. Yeah, we'll get into it. All right, let's go into the season finale. Boom. Hold on, I gotta crack my knuckles. It makes me more menacing. <laughs> <laughs> So the episode begins with all the kids. They're running up to the storyteller throne and they're all saying like home free and safe as they touch it. You know, they're playing hide and seek or whatever.
1: Yeah. Like, okay, right away. I got questions. All right. Shoot. What are the rules to hide and seek?
0: Yeah, they they don't seem to know how to play hide and seek. I mean, I guess they could be doing a different rule set than I ever used. But like when I play hide and seek as a kid, it was like. One person was it. If they seen you, you know they yell you. They they yell like "found ya!" and then you guys have to run. And whoever touches the safe point first, you know, if if the one that was hiding touches it, then they're safe. If the other person catches them, then they're it for the next round, and everybody has to start over.
1: Hmm. Okay. I guess I never played any cool versions of hide and seek. Yeah. Because whenever we played, it was just one person is the seeker everyone else hides and then you just go find them that's the end of it you're just like found you found you found you found you done end of round
0: that's the way that i prefer to play it because i don't really like to run or i didn't when i was a kid anyway no running sucks always has always will yeah for sure (laughs) no that's how i like to play too when i was um in i don't know when i was probably like 10 or something i had a buddy and we used to play hide and seek With a couple of our friends in the basement of his house in complete Mm. darkness, and it was amazing. I see. You wouldn't think it'd be fun, but man, it was great. Oh, banging around and bumping into shit, fucking breaking (laughs) stuff. It was awesome. Cutting yourself on glass. It sounds great. Yeah, it was pretty great. So I don't know what kind of hide and seek they're playing. I'm assuming it's more towards the kind that I played. Yeah,
1: Canadian rules, hide and seek. Yeah,
0: Canadian. Canadian.
1: I thought they were playing tag. I thought they were playing tag for a while.
0: It's kind and of like a hybrid. They were yeah. like,
1: oh, I'm here first, and I'm here first. And I was like, whoever started the fire was there first. You all lose.
0: <laughs> well, first up is Frank. He touches it, and then Kristen, followed by Kiki, then Gary, and then Betty Ann. And they all turn to look at David, who's walking up the trail, and he's like, not again. <laughs> Classic and Dave. I just love this. Just
1: last in everything.
0: I know. Well, Frank tells him, tough luck, pal. you lose. You're it. And David's crying about how he was just it three times. And also he got his bike stolen and he had to move and change schools.
1: We get it, Dave. Your life's falling
0: apart. (laughs) Suck it up. It was really funny to me. He's like, guys, (laughs) I've been it three times and my bike got stolen. <laughs> my dog
1: died, schools. and I'm homeless.
0: <laughs> my mom's got breast hit. cancer. And... <laughs> I have a unibrow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Shit. Okay, I feel bad.
0: Oh man, it was my favorite part. <laughs> that just like all this garbage just happened to David. It was so funny.
1: <laughs> Sounds like a country song in the making. <laughs> and I was it three times in a row. <laughs>
0: Oh, man. Everybody's just like, too bad. But then Betty Ann tells him that she'll be it in his place. And David's like, okay, enough of this shit. <laughs> why don't we get to tell him the story? And Kristen agrees, because, you know, she's Kristen. Kristen agrees saying, why are we even playing this dumb kids game anyway? Who's going tonight? And Kiki's like looking around at her and she's like, well, I am. And it's not a dumb kids game. And then the gang Mm. all take their seats with Kiki at the storyteller throne. And she says, I wanted to play hide and seek to get us in the mood for tonight's story. And Gary's like, how is a game going to get us in the mood for a scary tale? What are you new here? I know, right? Gee, I don't know, Gary. How did that video game get everybody in the mood for a scary tale last season? You know, 14 weeks ago or whatever. He stole that Game Boy from David. I forgot to mention (laughs) that part. David's also crying because he does not have a Game Boy anymore. And I don't have a Game Boy. <laughs> I never got that key. No oh, man. He
1: wants that key so badly. Oh, he's addicted to that game.
0: Kiki tells him because hide and seek is not like any other game. You start off in a group, but when you're out there in the dark, you're all alone. You got to hide and be real quiet because you never know when someone might jump out and catch you. And then a wolf howls as we look at all the kids. And Kiki sits down at the throne. And she clutches onto that bag of monkey bone dust, and she is so happy that she's got that shit. It's incredible.
1: Yeah, well, after the last time, when she wrote a story and then had to just sit there while Gary read it, like she's relishing this. She's back on the throne, she's (laughs) telling
0: her story. She doesn't have laryngitis, she's got that monkey bone dust, and she's just like, it's mine. It's finally mine. It's all mine. (laughs) She says, my story is about a game of hide and seek, but with a twist. When you play the game in my story, you never know when you'll get caught Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you never know who or what will catch you.
1: Mm.
0: Is that really a twist? I mean, that's hide and seek. I I mean, besides the who or what, I mean, the person that's going to catch you is the person that's it. That's about all that there is for that. Whatever. She chucks in a fistful of dust and the tale of old man Corcoran Corcoran Corcoran. Cor Corcoran, the old <laughs> the tale of Corky. old man Corcoran begins. <laughs> Kiki's voiceover immediately tells us, like she doesn't even stop. She's just like the tale of old man Corcoran. Ooh, Jack and Kenny Harris, <laughs> like yeah, she's she immediately right tells ship. us Jack and Kenny Harris just moved into the neighborhood and they hadn't made any friends yet. She says it's never easy being the new kid on the block. She's like, right, David. Right? Remember that? You just moved a week ago. Yeah, it's never easy. It's torturous. It's horrible, David. Right, David? We're showing Jack. He's filling up the bottle of a super soaker. Like one of those really small ones. Like a like a pistol super soaker.
1: Yeah, it's it's not really a super soaker. It's like a little water pea shooter. It's
0: a very similar to the one that Ross used in Pinball Wizard to kill the bad guy. It's a little handheld one. Kiki tells us that they would do almost anything to fit in, but Jack and Kenny are about to find out that that's not always such a good idea. We see Jack; he's doing some sneaking around with his water pistol, and we take a look at a bunch of kids that are biking up a hill. Just in a bike. It is gang, a biker gang for sure. Back with Jack, he's rounding a corner, looking through a fence, and he turns around, and there his brother Kenny is, and he blasts him in the face with his giant super soaker. Say so a sucker shot. Jack tells him he's dead and he runs after him and he's squirting his little brother in the face with his uh little water pistol. He's yeah, basically waterboarding tiny,
1: him. His tiny little nothing water pistol. Yeah. While Kenny has this bomb ass super soaker with the backpack. Yeah. It's giant. He could waste this it's fool. It's the one
0: that you could shoot a whole gallon of water in one blast, yeah.
1: It's like a mini gun with
0: water. Yeah. But Jack is like shooting his brother in the face, and, and Kenny's like, No, br- br- stop, Jack, please, br- br- please, I can't breathe. And it's really great. He's <laughs> waterboarding his little brother. And, and Kenny's trying to tell Jack to stop. There's something to see behind him, but Jack isn't listening for a moment. And then he tells the kid, He tells the kid to say, Uncle. And finally, he turns around, and it's the biker kids. And there's six in total, five are like really far away, they're like down the road a bit. And then the gang leader is, like, up front in the driveway talking to Jack and Kenny.
1: Yeah, they know their place. They stay back.
0: So how old do you think Jack and
1: Kenny are? Mm, I'm going to say Jack's 14.
0: and Kenny's, like, 12. Kenny's 11. 12. 11 or 12. Yeah, I agree. I think that's about right. There's nothing really discernible about them, though. I mean, I like them.
1: Here's the discernible
0: thing. Yeah.
1: Kenny is a good actor yes i liked his performance yeah his emotions his line reads are all great yeah i agree jack is the exact opposite yeah he is not a good actor all of his line reads are bad
0: i think it's some of his line reads are funny at least they're funny
1: but it's like really that's how you're gonna do that line yeah you're very right pretty much every line
0: pretty much every line he has I think Kenny wears, like, a backwards hat a lot of the time, too. Yeah, I like Kenny. There's there's a lot of interesting... I mean, I guess interesting is a polite way of saying it. Of choices in line delivery for a lot of the characters, though.
1: Yeah, I can think of one other character that was very similar in... Yeah. Yeah.
0: I gotta say, the kids' emotions and the way that they treat other children in this episode... It was very odd. It was, um, I felt like I got, like, whiplash a bit. Yeah. I know what you mean. Even just in this in this part right here. So, the kid, the biker gang leader, he's like, what's up? And Jack rudely walks up and he says, what do you want? And, and to which Kenny's like, Jack, you know, what the fuck? We're trying to make friends here, you know? And the kid says, um, he just wanted to say hello. And Kenny introduces them, but we never get this kid's name until like I no. think the end of the episode
1: I just referred to him as biker boss in all my notes
0: that's what I did too like gang leader so Kenny introduces them and the kids like I noticed you guys moving in this week where are you from and Jack says that they're from the east side and and the kids like the east side huh nice neighborhood and Jack tells them it's the toughest in the city and Kenny's like yeah that's why we moved And the kid in the bike gang asks them if they like it here. And Jack's like, I don't know. It's kind of a loser neighborhood. But Kenny pushes Jack and says, No, it's not. We like it better than our old neighborhood. Jack's kind of a jerk. I don't really understand it because it seems to me like both kids want to have friends.
1: They want to have friends, but it's kind of easy to see why they don't have friends when Jack's just like, Ugh, everybody who lives here is stupid. You're stupid.
0: I'm going to say that it's because that's how he had to be in his old neighborhood. I think he's trying to act tough because that's what he's used to. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, there's a time and a place for it. So (laughs) you probably shouldn't be pushing these children away that could potentially be your friends. Right. So the kid asks if they've made any friends yet. And Kenny shakes his head. And the kid tells him, well, if you want. And he points to his, his biker gang. You see those guys over there? And they say, yeah. And he continues saying... We get together every once in a while to play Hide and Seek. We're getting together tonight if you want to come. And Jack starts to be like, oh, I don't think so. But Kenny looks at him saying, well, why not? And Jack says, well, it's just a stupid kid's game. And the kid on the bike says, that's okay. You guys would probably be too afraid to play where we do anyway. And this, this like piques Jack's interest and he asks where they play. And the kid says, at the end of Anchor Street, behind the big gates, Kenny asks, Asks why they'd be too afraid to play there. And the kid's like, well, let's just say it gets pretty dark in there at night. And Jack says, yeah, well, we're not chicken, are we, Kenny? And we look over at Kenny, who's like, <sighs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and the kids say, uh, meet us there at sunset unless you're afraid. And he rolls out of there with his biker gang.
1: So biker boss yeah, is another character where I thought that they were going to end up being like an antagonist a jerk
0: it's hard to say
1: like gary and dark dragon i thought this character was going to i thought he was trying to like lure these kids into this place and then i don't know pull a prank on them or something
0: yeah i understand yeah it's hard to say that's kind of one of the things i like i said I, i i wanted more i think this is one of the things that i wanted more of
1: i mean almost the whole episode i was waiting for that to happen for them to like be like fuck you kids and yeah like it was all a prank we were just trying to humiliate you or something like but... Carrie,
0: right like you were just yeah. waiting for that bucket <laughs> of blood to fall on right two I was kids.
1: waiting for the bucket but the bucket moment yeah. never came and we just wanted some friends
0: it's hard though because ah what was I don't remember this kid's name but like bucket gang leader is nice to them for the most part here but then he also is like well, you. Can't You kids are probably too chicken. You know, he's got that little bit of spice to him. I don't
1: get it. It's playful, though. For now. He's not like, you fucking losers. (laughs) You can't handle our cool hide-and-seek shit. We're on another plane of existence.
0: It doesn't make sense to me sometimes. Kenny wonders what he means when he says, unless you're afraid. And Jack says, I don't know. It's just a kid's game. What's so scary about hide and seek? And the scene shifts and boom, it's nighttime. We're in front of this big gate that leads into this unkempt cemetery. Unkempt cemetery. It leads into this like overgrown cemetery. And Kenny's like, you're kidding.
1: Almost unkempt.
0: Yeah, almost. (laughs) Jack says, shut up. Shut up, Brandon. Mm-hmm. Let's just go," Kenny says. "We're going in there." And Jack's like, "You're the one who wanted to make friends, remember?" Let's go. And then Jack climbs over the fence. He hops onto the other side, the graveyard side. Kenny starts to climb, and he gets a bit stuck on the top because there's these like pointy arrowy bits at the top. You know, like classic. Yeah, get out. You like, don't it, come in. It
1: lingers side. for quite a long time on Kenny's crotch as he mounts the gate it does yeah he's all like oh
0: "Oh, shit oh fuck you know and he's he's
1: like holding holding his crotch as he you know jiggles over the gate (laughs) yeah it's too long it's too long
0: it is there was a lot of points in this episode where it reminded me of dream machine where nobody's really talking they're just kind of like walking or whatever Mm -hmm. and i made my notes kind of easy But then also there's points where just so many people are just talking, like just that last scene where it was just back and forth, back and forth. So yeah, it's a weird one. He eventually does make his way over that fence after like probably a solid minute of him (laughs) trying to get
1: over it. It's at least 30 minutes of him maneuvering (laughs) his crotch over this gate.
0: Yeah, he gets over to the other side and the credits start playing. (laughs) But on the other side, he calls out for Jack, who pops out from behind and scares him. And then the kids walk away.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of like jumping behind people, like boo or whatever. Yeah, it's never scary. No one's ever really
0: scared. You're right. Yeah, it's not. You know, the cemetery that they are in, it kind of does remind me of the one from Dream Machine. Yeah, it's like overgrown. Somebody needs to cut the fucking grass. It's like there's nobody's taking care of this shit, which I like. I like that. I think it makes it creepier that nobody's. Nobody's taking care of this shit.
1: Yeah, well, it's just some old, sloppy graveyard where the graves are just kind of wherever. There's there's not any yeah. order or there's no grid or anything. Either. It's just uh, just put a body here, put a body there, <laughs> and it it doesn't seem like it's used very often.
0: It's interesting though because this is you know recorded in 1993 or two or something, but the graves aren't that old. You know, it would have been cooler if they did like crumbling you know because this is it looks like nobody's been taking care of this place for years and Mm -hmm. you know the in the next area we see a gravestone for barbara and sean dwyer and it says that sean died or sean lived from 1931 to 1972 and barbara lived from 1904 i think to 1963 and so it's really not that old
1: no relative to the time that the episode takes place
0: Yeah, it's only been 20 years, and the gravestone is in, like, pristine condition, but yet nobody is taking care of this plot of land in, like, it looks like a long time.
1: I mean, presumably the families of the inhabitants would still be alive, and they, you know, maybe come visit every once in a while?
0: You would think, yeah. It just seems a little unlikely. But, like I said, I liked it, because it makes it even creepier. Yeah. But anyway... So the kids are walking through the overgrown cemetery. We get a look at Bill Cutter's grave, but it's just his name. They don't give a year or anything because the camera doesn't pan down enough. And the kids finally stop and they wonder where the biker gang kids are. And then from behind them walks the leader. He grabs their shoulders. He says, boo, just like Jack just did to Kenny. Mm -hmm. And it also fails to (sighs) elicit any kind of reaction. Yeah. He's like, oh, man, you should have seen your faces. And Jack calls the kid at Comic Genius and asks where everyone else is. And the kid tells him that they're out in the graveyard. We didn't think you'd show, and now we gotta start all over. He walks a few steps, and he calls out,
1: "Ollie, Ollie, oxen free! Ollie, Ollie, oxen free!
0: A few <laughs> times, and the other kids just pop up from behind just a bunch of tombstones and stuff. It's like the worst hiding spots ever, but...
1: I mean, where else are you gonna hide in a graveyard? It's a good point. You've got graves mm-hmm. and yard.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay, never mind. It's still stupid though. They're basically all like right next to each other.
1: Yeah. They should find another place to play. They should. I always liked playing cornfields. I mean, cornfields. the woods. I mean, you have all those trees. Exactly. If you're good at climbing trees, I mean, you got a big advantage.
0: This graveyard only has one tree, and it's the tree that is safe, so it's like it's really not, I guess it's not that many. Hiding spots. So the kids are like walking past them. You know, they pop out of their hiding spots and they walk past Kenny and Jack and they go to touch the tree, which is the safe spot. And Kenny tries to be nice and saying like, "How you doing? Hi guys." You know, as they're walking by, but they just ignore him. Yeah, Kenny's trying to make friends. He's trying so hard. He's putting in the effort. Whatever. So the kids all touch the tree. They're all safe. And then the biker gang leader is like, he's telling us the kids' names. So write this down, Brandon. We got Ron Jacobson, Scott Walden, Laura Ayers, Mary Alice Weirden, and Sissy Vernon. Okay, you got that?
1: Yeah. Okay, it's it's gonna be very important. It's weird to introduce people like that, with their first and last names.
0: Yeah, the weirdest part is that he didn't introduce himself either, because none of these kids' names are his.
1: No. And I'm Biker Boss.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I'm Boss Baby.
1: But yeah, when when you're introducing people, you're like, "Hey, this is Tony, and this is Chris, Alex." Yeah, weird. It's you're really not weird. like this is John Jacobson, Reginald the <laughs> third. His father is Curtis Jacobson. Ah,
0: <laughs> <sighs> uh, wouldn't yeah. it be
1: the same? But the second, whatever.
0: <laughs> so Jack's like sissy, and this this girl named Sissy walks up with her tomboy hat and her flannel jacket on. She is tomboyed out. She's so weird. She says, just call me Vernon. She's the only, out of all of these kids, she's the only one that really speaks up besides biker gang leader.
1: Yeah, there are two of these kids who get a personality.
0: Yes, the the rest are just blank slates that shouldn't even, like, don't even matter. They just
1: make up the group. Stand in the back and cross your arms.
0: They're just there so that they have enough people to play hide and seek. Right. But Sissy, she's... I want. I feel bad saying this. She's the most Beth-like character we've had so far, but she is the most watered-down version of Beth. Uh, she is Diet Beth. <laughs> Diet Dr. Beth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She is Beth Zero. Yep. She is
1: Caffeine-Free Beth.
0: Yeah. She's, she's like Soda Stream Beth. Cause she's She's Walmart
1: brand Beth.
0: Yeah, like take Beth, but just make her way less menacing, way less interesting, less of a good actress. I don't know. Yeah, I wasn't wasn't
1: really a fan of Vern. I wasn't either. She's aggressive and angry. Yeah, and I guess she has a reason to be, but I don't know.
0: I don't like her. She doesn't want any more friends, I guess. No. She likes what they got. I guess so. Sis is like, what are they doing here? And the gang leader kid says that he invited them, which she would know because she was right there when he invited them. Like, he strolled up to their driveway. He made all the kids wait like a little bit back. Like, what do you think he was doing? Obviously, he was inviting them to play a game.
1: Yeah. I mean... They were riding bikes with a purpose. They weren't just wandering around. Exactly. He was going to that house to invite them.
0: She's an idiot. She's like, we already have enough people. But the kid's like, the more the merrier. So Sissy walks up, all intimidating-like, and says, hope you don't scare easy. And Jack says, what's there to be scared about? It's just a graveyard. Everyone's dead here. And Kenny's nodding. And Sissy's like, well, kind of. And Kenny's like, what are you talking about? And Sissy looks at the gang leader, kid, and says, you didn't tell him the legend of old man Cochran? Corcoran? Cor- Corcoran? 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 <laughs> Corcoran. Kenny's like, the legend of who? And then Sissy tells us the legend of old man Cochran. Corcoran. Cor- Corcoran? Corcoran. <laughs> Corcoran. She says he used to be the groundskeeper here. He would dig the graves by hand. No machines. He thought he owned That's the place. That's just dumb. This legend? No. Oh, that he would dig it by hand. Doing it by, it hand. by hand. Hmm. Eh, well, just get a fucking get a machine <laughs> digger. <laughs> well, this bitch. I mean, uh, this asshole thought he owned the place, so he'd rock around all night, all by himself, just to make sure no one was trespassing. If he wasn't here, he'd be out in the woods by his cabin playing his harmonica.
1: What's trespassing at a graveyard? Are there? I
0: mean, hours. I don't know if it's technically trespassing or not. I guess it would. I've been to a few graveyards after hours before, so... Mm-hmm. Okay. Got I, it. I mean, it, I Done. guess it would just be kids that are playing hide-and-seek and, and teenagers that are, I don't know, smooching each other and stuff because they're weird.
1: So if you go to a graveyard with the intention to smooch or play hide-and-seek, but you also bring some flowers to put at a grave... Ooh. And you're like, I want to smooch, but I also really miss Joe Bob over here, who I never met. Is that
0: trespassing? Yeah. Probably, because I think that they have hours of operations. Okay, well, if you got hours, you just, then it's trespassing. I don't think you can just go into a graveyard at, like, fucking 1 o'clock in the morning and be in What like,
1: if I'm really sad about Joe Bob at 1 in
0: the morning? All right, maybe what they'll make an exception. Do? But I don't even think that there'd be groundkeepers there being like, who's in my graveyard? Yeah, is that a thing? Is that a real thing? I mean, somebody's got to cut the grass. Old man Corcoran is not doing a great job, though. Corcoran. Corcoran. I don't know. Jack pipes up and he says, That's
1: not much of a legend.
0: It gets better. Don't call her sissy. I'm going to call her sissy this whole time. Oh, man. Don't do it. We'll do it. (laughs) She gets the shitty look on her face and continues saying that they say he was crazy. They say he caught this kid stealing something from his shack
1: so he took an axe and cut his hand off
0: she turns around all dramatic like all the kids get spooked and by all the kids i just mean jack and jack and kenny and sissy continues saying one day he was digging a grave when all of a sudden the sides caved in on him and he was buried alive and kenny says gross and sissy says some say he still walks the graveyard at night looking for trespassers and if it's real quiet, you might even hear him playing his harmonica off in the distance.
1: Did you notice while uh Vern's telling this story that Kenny is holding on to Biker Boss?
0: No, I didn't see that. <laughs> like he's holding
1: he's holding him for support. But like his brother's right there. He doesn't even know this kid. <laughs> No, I didn't. And he's once. like on his shoulder, is like,
0: it's <laughs> just a scary story, like latching onto his head, like grabbing his face and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god! No, I didn't. I was too busy like pausing it and rewinding it so I could listen to the stupid story. <laughs> it's not a a
1: very exciting ghost story, as far as ghost stories are concerned. It's really not. I mean, he cut off a kid's hand. Like, yeah, that's kind of not cool or whatever, but if he really did that, he'd just be in prison. Yeah, he would. So, I mean, that's fake. That didn't happen.
0: Jack tells her, you think that shit's scary? Fuck, my grandma's scarier than that. And Kenny's like, yeah, you should try living in our old neighborhood. Now
1: that's scary. That just makes me want an episode (laughs) the tale of... About their neighborhood? No, the tale of the grandma.
0: (laughs) I want to see this spooky ass grandma. Don't worry, Brandon. I'm sure... That we will get a grandma story sooner or later, because grandmas are either spooky or they drop bomb-ass tea on you. You want some tea? Exactly. It reminds me, this story is probably going to be like in It, the old one, where Mm -hmm. Beverly goes into her old house as a grown-up, and that woman's there, and she's old. And she's drinking some bomb ass, uh, not so bomb ass tea. No,
1: it's not bomb <laughs> ass tea at all. And she's
0: got the teeth and she's like, Some <laughs> blood ass tea. <laughs> yeah. Some gross ass tea. And it's probably, that's probably going to be one of the old lady stories.
1: Yeah. Old ladies have the potential to be very creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I would say more so than old men. Yeah. It's like old men, Corcoran.
1: Corcoran. <laughs> Corcoran.
0: Corcoran.
1: Corcoran. Cor- 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 Cor?
0: I don't know. We could just call him Old Man C. Old Corky. Corky. Jack agrees that their neighborhood is scary, and he says, let's see how long you last there, vermin. And sissy's all like, that's oh, burning. Wow, damn. I know, right? She says, Old Man C's out there, and Jack says, he'll believe it when he sees it. And then Laura or Mary, whatever the fuck the other girls' names were, interrupts. Weirdo. <laughs> yeah. And she says, are we going to play or stand around talking? gang leader's like, we're gonna play. All of us. And then he gives the rules, saying the tree's home base. Anything outside the fence is out of bounds. Last one in is it. Ron, you're up. And Ron says, ready? Go. And starts counting us as all the kids run away. We get some foggy scenery of this overgrown cemetery. Jack thinks this shit's lame and that they should go home. But Kenny says, no, we gotta make friends. And then he walks a few feet and he crouches down to read a headstone that says remember friends as you pass by as you are now so once was i remember in life that you must die and then kenny says yuck (laughs) and he walks away and that reminded me of hungry hounds oh god yeah
1: reminding me of hungry hounds is probably the thing this episode does that i dislike the most
0: i think it reminds me of the cooler parts of hungry hounds if you could Say that where they're in, like, okay. the okay, the cool parts of Hungry Hounds. <laughs> it's it...
1: that scene, I liked
0: the cemetery of Hungry Hounds where it was like the family cemetery okay. and they were in that their was own like 30 purgatory. seconds
1: and it was just her walking very slowly saying Mon Petit Rouge like 80 times. I know while Amy circled around her like a little puppy, like, Huh? Huh? What's going on? What are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, Mon Petit Rouge, what's that?
0: What's that, <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> Jack calls Kenny over. So Kenny goes to check it out. And when he approaches Jack, Jack's like, look at this hole. They must be about to bury someone soon. And we look down at this big hole in the ground, which is not very. Okay. If you're going to bury somebody in the ground, you have to have it like, I don't know, casket shaped. This looks like just a fissure in the ground. Like he did a natural it by forming hand hole. The hell Even do you so, want from Don't him? you have a tape measure or a ruler or something? No. Ridiculous. So the what? He's got they just his like old toss the dead hands. body in there and they just shovel the dirt back on? Yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> Shallow graves are the only kind he knows how to do.
0: He's like three inches down and he's like, that's
1: good enough. You just lightly dust some dirt on them like
0: monkey dump bone dust. Like, <laughs> I mean, They're done. This, the grave is big enough for like the kids they could get into it. But even so, it's just like I don't know. I guess I've never dug a grave by hand and I know that like you're going to get into hard dirt and stuff when you go under there but still it's just... whatever. Jack grabs Kenny who fights to be pushed into that hole and he's like Quimpy is such a baby. This will make a great hiding spot. Kenny's like, yeah, until it caves in. And then Jack shushes Kenny because you can faintly hear a harmonica being played in the distance. And Kenny's oh, like, shit. I know. Kenny's like, hey,
1: someone's listening to Blues Traveler. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Kenny's like, hey, it's coming from over there. Do you think it's old man? C? Jack's like, no way. It's just the other kids trying to scare us. Let's go find them. So the kids walk on over. And they continue walking as the harmonica music gets a little bit louder and Kenny stops them to look at old man. Oh, God. Old man. Car... Old man sees Shaq. <laughs> they hear the sound of a door creak and then slam shut and they get down and they run up closer behind some rocks and the harmonica starts playing some more. And Jack says, when they get close, we jump out and we scare them. They're crouched down, and and Kenny does this weird, like, hot hands motion with his brother. Did you notice that? No. It's really weird. I don't know why. Anyway, we hear the sound of an axe chopping some wood, and Kenny asks, what do you think they would bring an axe all the way out here for, just to scare us? Jack's like, well, that's what I would do. Really? That's what he would do? He wants to get, like, all in on this story, I guess. Jack goes to stand up and look, but Kenny stops him and he says, What if it's really old man Corcoran? Corcoran. Jack rolls his eyes and says, You've seen too many movies. And we hear that door slam again as we get a first person shot of Jack looking around the cabin, like looking around the outside of the cabin for a really long time, uh, actually. Really long time. He, he just, the camera pans back and forth and back and forth. And finally, Jack says, No one's there. And Kenny gets up to look too. And he points at something, like, far away, and he says, look, what's that? And it's on the tree stump, it's the harmonica, and the two kids run out of their... Why? So the kids... I don't know. It, I, the, the two kids just run away, and then the camera pans over to the harmonica, and it gets picked up by somebody's hand.
1: Yeah. And a weird sound effect plays when someone picks it up. It's like...
0: Shing! Yeah. <laughs> like a sword's being taken out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> But why did they run, like, they were there following a harmonica, they knew someone was playing a harmonica, and they're like, oh shit, there's a harmonica there. Yes. So that's the final straw. They run away.
0: Yeah, like.
1: What did they expect to find? Old man I don't know. They expect, they thought it was the kids playing a prank, but yeah. seeing a harmonica on a stump doesn't disprove that.
0: Well, they heard the harmonica, they know there's a harmonica somewhere. Yeah, they somewhere. know
1: somebody's playing a harmonica. So seeing evidence of that it should be no
0: more scary. Yeah. Or threatening or anything. I I mean my notes just say and that and, and it's the harmonica. And then the next sentence is the two kids run out of there. So I mean I can't remember if they're like, hey, let's get out of here or if they just fucking get up and run, but they're if like they oh, didn't fuck. I would have wrote that. So they just I get up know. and run. They're just like fuck yeah. harmonicas. they are just like, oh, Fuck, it's that harmonica. Let's get out of here.
1: Some people don't like harmonicas.
0: I don't really care for harmonicas, but I wouldn't run away from one.
1: Mm, Harmonicas are okay in my book.
0: I'd say harmonicas over banjos. You want to know why I don't like harmonicas? Absolutely. Okay. (laughs) When I was like four to six, somewhere around that age, my neighbors, well, it was two old people, but they had grandkids. So the grandkids would come over and they had a harmonica, right? And I like mm-hmm. to play their harmonica because it was easy you did there's no skill involved when you're you know five years old or whatever. but one day, oh this still kind of grosses me out. one day one of the kids was eating cheese, and then he played the harmonica, and there was cheese in the harmonica. Oh, I hate, I hate harmonicas after that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like how you have a relevant story for just about every <laughs> weird scenario. <laughs>
0: Yeah I guess I kind of do don't I
1: (laughs) Yes I love it
0: Uh, Are you afraid of the dark Is a very big part of my life And it brings back (laughs) all the memories I'm still a little bit grossed out About the cheese and the harmonica
1: Now that you've said it I can't get it out of my head
0: I know you know what the worst part is My wife is going to listen to this And she's going to be so grossed out And I love it (laughs) (laughs) Sorry Sorry, honey. <laughs> she's gonna I bet you she's gonna text me right at this point and be like, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> we'll put it in the episode description.
0: Alright, good. Cheese harmonica.
1: Cortland and Brandon discuss cheesy harmonicas.
0: <laughs> Nobody's gonna know. Like, oh cheesy harmonica music. No, cheese in a harmonica. In all
1: Literally holes. a cheesy harmonica.
0: <laughs> you can't get it out. <laughs> it's stuck in there.
1: Uh- Every time you blow little chunks of cheese fly out.
0: <laughs> Gross. It's
1: oily. So Started to smell.
0: Hey there, everybody. Cortland here, your good buddy and your cheesy harmonica player. Thank you so much for listening to Up All Night. Brandon and I truly appreciate each and every listen. With that said, we want to give back to our fans. Our Season 2 DVD giveaway has just one week left, so enter in to win while you can. There's three ways to enter in. One from our Twitter, Instagram, and Patreon. First, check out our Twitter account, at island and look at our pinned message. All you have to do is comment with your favorite scary movie, and you're entered in. Likes, retweets, and follows to spread the word would also be appreciated. Then check out instagram.com slash privateislandpresents and find our picture with the Season 2 DVD and our sticker on it. Just comment with your favorite horror-themed book or video game and you're entered in. While there, check out our gifts and pictures for more Are You Afraid of the Dark fun. The third way to enter is through our Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash privateisland and become a patron today to instantly get entered in to win. On top of that, I'll be sending you a sticker regardless of tier and you'll also have instant access to early finished episodes. And to our Silver Goth and Bostic Tier patrons, they currently have exclusive access to part one of the tale of the Secret Mirror reading. So jump on in and become a patron. I'd like to thank all of our patrons, our Golden Bostics, Michael, Bryce, and Kathy, our Silver Goth, Brett, and our Bronze Beth, Angela. Thank you so much, everyone. The first round of Golden bostic shirts are in the mail now, and you should be receiving them this week. We currently have all of Season 1 uploaded to our YouTube channel, so if you'd like to show us some love there, you can subscribe and like our video podcasts. Our YouTube channel name is Private Island, or for a quick link to all of our social medias, the Patreon, the merch store, and our YouTube channel, just check the episode description for our Linktree link. It's also available in the profile for our Instagram. If you're enjoying the show, please let somebody know about it. Word of Mouth is one of the best ways for podcasts to grow, And nothing gets Brandon and I more excited than seeing our download and listen numbers rise. I'd like to take a moment and thank the Benevolent Badger for his work on the music for our show, aside from this theme from Toby Fox. I'd also like to thank Brandon for his work on the artwork. I'll be revealing his Season 3 design soon, and honestly, I think it's my favorite so far. Now, I'd like to take a moment and play the promo for one of my favorite educational and entertaining podcasts. It's Just the Zoo of Us, with Ellen and her husband Christian. They choose an animal each week and review them. You may even learn something new about your favorite animals
1: new friends this is ellen weatherford do you like animals do you enjoy arbitrarily rating things out of 10 can you tolerate puns if so
0: join me and my husband christian over at just the zoo of us for a weekly review of your favorite animal species just the zoo of us is available on spotify itunes and other podcast apps you can find us at anchor.fm slash just the zoo of us see you soon Thank you again, everyone, for listening to our show. Next week's Halloween week, and you can look forward to our Season 2 wrap-up episode. We had a lot of fun with this episode, and there's even a special segment in there that I think you'll all enjoy. So for now, I'll let you get back to the show, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye, everybody. I have another cheese story if we have time.
1: We've always got time.
0: Okay. So, <laughs> this wasn't my house, but my cousin's house.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know VCRs, how you'd have to, like, put them in a machine to rewind them? What? Did you ever have one of those? Yeah, we had a machine, like a v- uh, You know, you had your VHS, you put it in, you'd play it, and then, you know, you'd have to rewind it. Well, we had a mm-hmm. machine that you popped it into, and it would rewind it for you. <laughs> Did your VCR not rewind it? I think it did, but I don't know. Sometimes you just got to rewind one real fast. I don't know. Yeah.
1: I I know that VCR or VHS rewinders are a thing. I just don't know yeah. why. I don't know. We had one, I guess. Okay. Anyway, well, my cousin
0: my cousin also had one, and for whatever reason he decided to put a slice of cheese in there and he broke it. <laughs>
1: Cheese ruins everything except food, <laughs> it which it only makes
0: better. It either makes everything amazing or it breaks everything. If it's
1: food, it makes it better. If it's literally anything else, it fucks it up.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. You want to get back to the story?
1: No. Do you have any more cheese stories?
0: Uh, I don't think I have any more right now that I can think of. All right. We're cheesed out. <laughs> Next. So the kids, they're running through the cemetery, and they stop by another headstone, and out pops one of the girls, Laura or Alice, whatever. It's not Sissy. Yeah. And she screams, so Ollie oxen Oxenfree. So when that happens, it scares the brothers, and then she runs away, and the kids run like two steps, and boom. In front of them is Old Man C. He's got his axe in his hand, and he doesn't look very happy.
1: All right. At this point, we have to discuss Old Man Cor- Corcoran. Okay. It's Giles. It's
0: Giles. <laughs> it's
1: fucking Giles from Goddamn Hungry Hounds.
0: Yes, it is.
1: Every single episode, we talk about Hungry Hounds. Pretty much. It is the episode that won't die in Giles. Giles he's is back. He's back and he's you know, better than ever. <laughs> Giles is actually, I mean, hes it's such a small role in Hungry Hounds. Yes. It, it's, yeah, it's not a very big role, but it's, Probably one of the best parts of that episode.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: So I don't hate Giles, but when I saw him here, and he looks almost exactly the same.
0: He does. He's very white and paley looking. Yeah. Like he's a ghost, almost. Yeah,
1: so I was like, oh man, this is just going to be Hungry Hounds again.
0: (laughs) Okay, so when I watched this episode again, after Mm -hmm. not having watched it for, you know... 20, 24 years, somewhere around there, whatever. Before watching these again for the podcast, I got these two episodes kind of confused. This and Hungry Hounds. Because I remember Giles being in both of them, I think. But mm-hmm. I didn't know which Giles was which. Does that make sense?
1: Like a good Giles and a bad Giles? Uh,
0: not even that. Just like him with the axe and him... Never mind. With this a bowl of I'm dog, dog food? What? Yeah. You didn't feed the hounds. Well, obviously it's fucking Hungry Hounds. <laughs> old Courtland, you're stupid. You didn't
1: feed the children.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I like Giles. I wonder if he's gonna be in any other episodes. Yeah. So old man Cochran. Corky, Corky. He's got an axe in his hand, and he doesn't look happy. The kids scream in his face, just like Home Alone, and they run away. As oh, I put it, initials OMC. He just kind of like smiles a little bit, and he looks after them, and then we get a commercial break. Back to the show, the kids scream, and they run through the cemetery. They make their way to the gate as Kenny's like, He's right behind us.
1: What did you think of the music here? I don't remember it at all. Was it good? Yeah, I thought it was pretty intense music. Well, why don't you grab
0: a clip of it, and I will make my judgment there. Okay.
1: Oh, that is pretty good, (laughs) yes. Ooh, I like that part.
0: So Jack makes it over the gate, no problem, as this incredible score of music is playing. <laughs> but, Kenny gets his pants stuck on the pointy bit at the top of the gate,
1: yes, another five minutes of staring at Kenny's crotch,
0: yeah, yep, but uh, Jack eventually comes over and helps him over, and then the kids they run away, very riveting. The scene shifts, and it's daytime. Jack and Kenny are in a garage, they're sweeping it up, and Jack grabs an axe and he looks at it, and he looks at his brother, he tells Kenny that all this shit is your fault. If you hadn't ripped your stupid pants, mom wouldn't have made us sweep the garage. And Kenny's like, oh yeah? Well, you're the one who wanted to go in the first place. Which isn't exactly what happened. No. Kenny's the one that Not wanted to go. Really? He's just so hell-bent on making friends that he forced his brother to go to a graveyard. Though
1: I feel like if you called Jack a chicken, he would do literally anything you wanted him to do.
0: That's how every character is in this show, though. It's how Dougie and-, and Kevin were in Twisted Claw... That's how Josh was, or Ouija, or whatever, and and laughing in the dark, and also everybody. And Jack's like, oh, yeah? But then Kenny tells Jack he wishes mom never would have went back to school. Then we wouldn't have to move here, and we'd be back with our old friends. And Jack tells his brother that mom would do anything to get us out of that old neighborhood and don't ever wish we were back there in front of her. And then Sissy Vernon interrupts this really nice brotherly moment.
1: And a nice moment about the mom.
0: Yes. Who doesn't exist,
1: but... Worked hard, sacrificed to get your family a better life.
0: Yeah. And then fucking Sissy Vernon... And
1: then goddamn Sissy...
0: (laughs) Interrupts him, and she's like, Hey, you guys are pretty good. Why don't you come do my room next? And then the gang, all of them, laugh. And then the leader walks into the garage saying, Hey, you guys playing tonight? And Kenny's like, Tonight? again? And leader's like, well, you didn't finish the game last night. And Kenny says he doesn't think that they're up for it. And the gang leader's like, why not? And Jack says, we just aren't. And Sissy pops up and says, told you they were chicken. Which makes Jack's blood boil, and he's like, we, we are not. And Sissy smirks as the leader says, Vernon just told you that story to scare you. She doesn't want anyone else joining the group. I thought you said you weren't scared of ghosts. And Jack tells him that he actually said that I would believe it when I see it, and I saw it. And the gang leader says, you didn't see anything. They told you a story, and your mind filled in the rest. And Kenny butts in saying, no, no, we saw old man C. And Sissy's like, (laughs) sure you did. And then she does some sweet chicken noises.
1: She's very good.
0: She does a great job at it. And Jack's like, that's enough. We'll be there tonight. And the gang leader says, great. We'll see you tonight then. And Kenny tells his brother that he doesn't want to make friends that badly. But Jack tells him that it's not about making friends anymore. We have to prove ourselves in this new neighborhood. So we're going to play their game.
1: Very seriously. Yeah. We're going to play their game. We're going to play hard and seek <laughs> to the death.
0: I mean, maybe. <laughs> Shit just got real. <laughs> the scene fades and we're back in the cemetery the gang of children are already there. They're antsy to get playing, and Sissy's like, yeah, they aren't coming. But the leader's like, they'll be here. And Sissy asks what the big deal is about letting them be in their group anyway. And the leader dishes out a sick burn, and he says he's tired of playing with the same people all the time. <laughs>
1: Some same people in particular.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's just like, you guys are boring. I'm tired of playing with you. You're stupid, Sissy. Sissy. He says we haven't had a new player since And Sissy interrupts saying Since I joined you said when I joined there wasn't going to be anyone else And then Jack and Kenny walk up to the kids And the gang leader says Looks like you got more guts than I thought And then some random girl who hasn't talked yet says Aren't you afraid of old man Corcoran The gang leader shouts at her saying Shut up about that stupid story There's no such thing as old man Corcoran Jeez, chill out Now let's play Sissy tells the brothers that they're both it, and Jack asks why, and the leader basically says, because you wimped out and you left the game early, so you losers could be it together. And he laughs as they walks away, and then another kid's like, yeah, why don't you you babies hold each other's hands? But I'm like, so do they want to be their friends or not?
1: They do. I don't
0: know. Maybe it's because I'm an old man or something, but it's just like... You kids are nice, 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 and then you jab at them, and it's like, what the fuck is going on?
1: That's just what kids do. I'm just an
0: old man now. Never mind. Yes, we are old. Old.
1: But do you really want to be friends with these kids anyway? Like, playing hide and seek in the graveyard is going to get real old, and that's all they seem to want to do.
0: Yeah. These kids suck. Yeah,
1: like, does anyone want to go fishing? No. Do you want to go to the arcade? No. Let's just play hide and seek in the graveyard again. Hide behind the same ten gravestones.
0: Yeah, right. Jack and Kenny turn around. and They face the tree and they start counting. And Kenny asks Jack, "Well, if he thinks it's going to be like this all the time?" Jack shrugs, and then Kenny says, "I just want to make some friends." And Jack finishing finishes counting to ten, and he says, "All right, let's go." The kids walk around the cemetery for a little bit um, without saying anything, and they're just like looking around the graves for the kids. They walk some more as a kid, run, p- runs past the front of them, and somebody in yellow, and Jack and Kenny hide behind a grave for Ron Oil, 1940 <laughs> to 1960. It says, we I like love to you on it.
1: That is the fakest name.
0: <laughs> yeah, what the fuck was that?
1: Hello, I'm Ron. Oil. I'm dead.
0: It's. <laughs> I'm 20 years old, everybody loves me, and also I'm dead. The two kids watch this kid in yellow like a hawk. They're like, the kid's in front of them. It's it's hiding behind a grave.
1: They're the Seekers. Why are they hiding?
0: That's what I thought. It was like, just be like, found you. You're it now. Yeah. Fucking done. <sighs> Some fog rolls in, though, and it gets so heavy for a moment that the kid just disappears when the fog dissipates. And Jack's mm. like, this is stupid. We're never going to get anybody. Well, you got to try, though. You got to like, chase them and stuff. Yeah. You got to play the game. Kenny shakes his head and Jack's like listen you hear that and it's the harmonica again he says it's old man Corcoran come on Jack pulls Kenny and they start walking towards the music Kenny asks Jack if they should just go get the others but Jack's like no by the time we get back he'll be gone we got to prove that old man C exists and Kenny asks how and Jack says that we're going to go steal his harmonica so the kids continue down the path as we hear OMC chopping wood again The kids hide behind a wood pile as we see Corcoran grab a bunch of wood and he's leaving behind the axe and the harmonica and he walks down a path and Jack's like, there it is. As we see the harmonica on the tree stump, the kids very, very slowly creep up to it. But then we hear a twig break and the the kids are like, oh fuck. So they run up to the tree stump and they hide behind it. At this point, we get like a cool shot of the kids hiding behind the tree stump and old man Corcoran. I was walking Corcoran. up to it. <laughs> he's got the axe in his hand.
1: This scene's pretty tense.
0: Yeah, he chops down the axe onto the stump and he grabs the harmonica and he walks away while he's playing it. But it's like, the way it's shot is like, you could see the kids behind the tree stump and then like old man Corcoran, Corcoran is looming above him with the axe. It's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. He's gonna fucking chop some fools.
0: He's gonna chop off that kid's hand. Both of them. Same time. I mean,
1: they didn't steal anything yet. He's waiting.
0: He wants them to. He wants to chop off hands.
1: Really, though, the dude just likes to play some music and chop some wood.
0: Yeah, he's just living his best life.
1: Those are his passions in life. <laughs> wood chopping and harmonic playing.
0: Yes. <laughs> I don't really get how he didn't see those kids' legs, though, at that angle. But, oh, well. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Jack's like, that was close. And Kenny agrees, saying he almost saw us. But Jack's like, no, we were so close to getting that harmonica. And Kenny tells him we don't need the harmonica. Let's just go get the others and they can see him. The axe
1: is sitting right there. If they really needed yeah, a prop, the they could say, here's his axe. They could say, oh, that's any axe, but they could say, oh, that's any harmonica. It doesn't have his name that's on it. That's
0: true. Yeah. I mean, it might. <laughs> we never really find that out, but. So Kenny wants to go get the others so that they can just see Old Man C. And then Kenny walks away to go find the others, and Jack tells them to get back here, but he doesn't. So he reaches into his pocket, grabs a flashlight, and then he says, if I die, it's his fault. No, no it isn't. No, it's not. <laughs> Jack makes his way to the cabin. He looks around a whole bunch forever. Finally, he opens up a door and he goes inside. And once inside, he says hello a few times for some reason.
1: Not very sneaky. No. You don't announce your presence. He's like, hey, to I just broke something. into your house.
0: <laughs> hey, see, where you at?
1: You know how you cut off trespassers' hands? I'm trespassing. <laughs> I'm doing even more
0: trespassing. He looks around with a flashlight. <laughs> Putting cheese in your harmonica. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Ugh. He sees some pictures, like, pictures of a younger old man, Cork- like, like, young man Cochrane. Cork- <laughs> And there's just some other crap there There's like a moose head above the fireplace His batteries and his flashlights die So he like claps it a couple times And then the door closes and he's like great and He tries to he, he runs up to it he tries to open it, it's locked He backs up into an old timey music player That starts playing some music And then he just looks around the room All scared as the camera circles around him For like yeah. a minute
1: It's weird He's freaking out man
0: I get it, but...
1: This is some Texas Chainsaw Massacre shit now.
0: Jack finally gets out of this stupor or whatever. He walks away, and he bumps into his brother, and then they scream at each other. And he's like, what are you doing here? And Kenny says he got scared, but he's like, look what I found. And he hands Jack the harmonica? I was like, what? I don't... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not really sure. I don't know how he found that, but Jack hands, like, somebody in the background the flashlight.
1: Yeah. What he just hands it into the background of the of the frame yeah i feel like it's done subtly enough that if you're not really paying attention you don't notice it but if you're watching his hands you're like why the hell did he just hand the flashlight off to nobody
0: in particular because there's nobody there that you can see yeah he just hands it into like the darkness yes well i mean i rewound it to see what he did Mm -hmm. because kenny tells him like now we have proof and now they have to believe us. And Jack's like, "Yeah." Now give me the flashlight. And I was like, "Huh?" But Kenny yeah. says he isn't holding the flashlight, and Jack's not. If you're not,
1: it. if you're not watching the episode to take notes, you probably won't notice it that he hands it to nobody.
0: Well, the flashlight flicks up because it's in like the background a little bit. It flicks up, mm-hmm. and it lights up Old Man Corcoran's, Corcoran's face. Corcoran. <laughs> he tells the kids, <laughs> it's "Probably my favorite line." <laughs> so he points the flashlight up into his face and he says
1: give me my harmonica
0: <laughs> and the kids scream in his face and they run away as he like feebly attempts to grab at the kids who wants his harmonica i don't blame him don't put he lives cheese in, in
1: my harmonica a shack in the middle of the woods he probably doesn't have tv out there Nah.
0: i mean it looks like he doesn't even have electricity No. His entertainment is harmonica playing and wood chopping.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you take his axe and you take his harmonica, I mean, shit, he might as well crawl into a grave and cover himself.
0: Yeah, you just took away his whole personality. The kids scream a whole bunch as they're running away. Kenny falls. Jack picks him up. They scream some more, and then they both fall into a hole together, and they ask each other if they're okay, and then we look over, and it's fucking Sissy Vernon's in there. Ugh. She gets sassy with him. She's like, get the fuck out of here. I was here first. Jack's like, sassy shut up and listen. So sassy. Old man sees out here, out there, and he's looking for us. I stole his harmonica. And Sissy says, I don't want you here. But Jack's like, did you hear what I just said? And, he, and, and then she yells, get out of here. And Jack says, make me. It's really crazy. <laughs> and then Sissy backs down as Kenny says, come on, let's just get out of here. I don't like it here anyway. And Sissy tells them to hurry it up, as Jack says, we're leaving. And after they get out of the grave, Sissy tells them to go find their own grave. And Kenny's like, sorry, didn't see your name on it. And the kids walk away. The camera zooms into Sissy, and she says, well, you should look a little closer next time. And then she goes back into her hole. (laughs) Goes back into her hole. (laughs) Like she's a little
1: hobbit burrowing.
0: (laughs) She's a troll. (laughs) The brothers continue walking through the cemetery and then the gang leader pops out of the hole and he says, hi guys, which of course scares the kids. He's like, sorry, didn't mean to scare you. And Kenny tells the kid, man, you got to get out of here. Jack stole old man Corcoran, Corcoran's harmonica. And he's, but then he gets cut off by the gang leader and the gang leader's like, all right, these shitty old man stories are getting old. Let's just play this game. Come on, hop in. This is a great spot. But Kenny's like, forget about the stupid game. But the gang leader's like, don't you want to play? They can never find you in here. Come on. And he dips down into the grave. And then behind the kids is Old Man C. He Pops up and, and reaches into Jack's pocket. And he just grabs his harmonica. Well, that was easy. <laughs> I know, right? And then he asks, he asks the kids, what are you doing here? And Jack says, well, we were playing hide and seek. And, and Old Man C's like in a graveyard, just the two of you and okay, says, no, with our friends. Sissy Vernon, Ron Jacobson, Marsha McClain. I'm sorry, Marsha. It's Marshall. even
1: weirder now to use the first and last names. Yes, yes.
0: And, and the kids are walking backwards, and then they fall down. And old man Corcoran tells them that it's not very funny. As we're shown, the grave isn't empty anymore, but it's filled in with a headstone and everything. And he says, all those kids are dead and buried. I dug the graves myself. And the brothers look at each other, and then they look at the headstone, and it's the picture of the biker gang kid. His name is Marshall McLean. says, Beloved son of Jim and Denise, 1965 to 1978. Old Man Sees asks, What's wrong with them? What's wrong with you two? You look like you've seen a ghost. And the camera pans up, and you can see more headstones in the background. And maybe it's the other kids. Who knows? But that's it. That's the end of the episode. It just abruptly mm-hmm. ends.
1: So what exactly did you want? more of
0: Uh, well I just want to know what the legend of old man Corcoran that Sissy told now did they come up with this legend after they were already dead like did they see him in the graveyard while they're playing hide and seek amongst themselves and they made a legend around him or did they make the legend because he's the one that dug their graves is old man Corcoran dead too I don't think he is I don't think so okay Because, I mean, they told him the grave, or the story of the grave caving in on him. Is that what happened Mm -hmm. to the kids? Did the kids invite new kids of the neighborhood to play hide-and-seek? And, like, they weren't ghosts at the time, but they hid in one of the graves and it collapsed in on them and that's how they died?
1: Yeah, I wondered myself if they just all died and got buried there and became ghost friends or whatever, or if they're, like, turning... Kids into ghosts.
0: Yeah, that's what I want to know. Because the gang leader was like, "Hey, get in here," and then like five seconds later, when Old Man Corcoran, you know, was like, "What the fuck are you kids doing?" Uh, the grave is all buried in. So if if Jack and Kenny would have went into that grave, would it have collapsed in on them too and made them ghost kids? Because yeah, they were I in wonder. one of the graves at one point.
1: If that is true. Then it means Marshall's kind of a bad guy, yeah. and Sissy's actually the one trying to stop this.
0: Right, she, yes.
1: She's like, you said I would be the last one. You said you wouldn't kill any more kids. And she was trying to say, get out of here, go away.
0: Yeah, we don't want and you it here. Seems, yeah, a it coach. seems
1: bitchy at the time, but if you think of it in that context, she's like, I don't want you guys to die. Yes. Marshall's trying to kill more people.
0: Also... This is kind of like a prom queen thing because those kids have, like, new up-to-date clothes. That's not clothes from 1978 Marshall's got on. And those bikes were not from 1978.
1: That is something I thought as well. It's exactly like in prom queen. They can leave the graveyard. They can go ride bikes. They can go talk to living people in the neighborhood. Like, at that point, you're barely a ghost. You can just go and do whatever you want.
0: Yeah, right. I wonder if there's like some stipulation that they can only do it on certain nights. I don't know. Like the the episode left me wanting more explanation, but in a good way. It's not like, you know, there wasn't enough to where the episode was uninteresting mm-hmm. or un- unenjoyable, but I would have loved I mean, to have this it's one. It's definitely
1: a Yeah, there's definitely room for speculation. I don't really know if I would want it to exactly explain more. If they over explained it, it would be
0: True. A bit much. I think the biggest the biggest thing I would like to know is if Marshall was trying to kill these kids. I think that's the biggest one I would want to know. Yeah,
1: that's really the thing. Is is he trying to kill them, or does he really just want more friends? Yeah. Does everyone in this episode wants more friends.
0: You know, I don't know what the moral of the story is, though. Don't trust ghosts. No, don't trust them, don't help them, don't play hide-and-seek with them. Exactly. So Kiki says so does anyone want to play the dumb kids game again and we look over the kids and Kristen says not it and then Betty Ann does and then Kiki and then David and Frank starts to say not it but he's too late and boom he's it even though I guess Gary just doesn't count Gary didn't say no Gary it can just
1: will himself to not be it that's one of so. the perks of being the leader
0: that's yep makes sense Frank starts counting in front of the fire as all the kids run away to hide, and the episode fades to the credits. And that's the episode. Not a very season finale-y ending, but that's alright, I guess. I don't really know what episode would be a season finale type of ending.
1: No, they don't... I mean, there's not really any kind of continuity or anything.
0: Nah, but even so, Dark Music could have been a season finale ending and then pinball wizard had a nice ending where gary looks into the camera and says like until next time yeah but that's okay i don't really care if i was a kid and i've seen this i wouldn't know it was the season finale like i wouldn't know that i'm not going to get another episode of are you afraid of the dark for like a year
1: no honestly i think magician's assistant as a story would yeah fit more as a final episode in my mind
0: I think you're right.
1: It has that kind of pinball wizardy, just crazy out there sort of story.
0: Yeah. So the tale of old man Corcoran Corcoran.
1: Cor- 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 Cor. Cor. That uh
0: the episode title was not that great. No. Especially since I have dog shit such a hard time saying the name anyway. I think we can come up with something better though.
1: I mean, what was Kiki thinking as she was writing this story?
0: Old man Corcoran. I don't know. What what a difficult name to say for me. But let's come up with some better names. I got one right off the bat. The Tale of the Abrupt Ending. All right. They don't even get out of the graveyard. It's just like, boom, done. Well, you
1: find out they're ghosts. What more do you need? Mm -hmm. You end on the spook.
0: Good point, yeah.
1: The Tale of the Biker Gang.
0: Yes. (laughs) Tale of the Biker Gang. The Tale of Sissy Vernon. The Tale of the Lingering Crotch shot. Oh, damn. Um... You know what? A good one would have been just like the tale of the harmonica.
1: Yeah. The tale of (laughs) Run-OMC.
0: The tale of hide and seek would have been fine. Tale of the hungry kids. (laughs) I wonder if this episode was written by the same person that wrote Hungry Hounds.
1: I wondered that as well. I mean, it would be very easy to fact check that.
0: It would. I could do it right now.
1: Almost too easy. It would be better to speculate.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's just speculate. That's fine. <laughs> baselessly speculate. It's all this podcast. Well, I'm is. going to assume it is. It would make sense. But Brandon, we're done with season two. We're fucking done with season two already. I know. What the hell? I don't
1: know. We just started season two last week. Yep. Now we're wrapping it up.
0: Done. Fucking Those. Next week. We're doing our Season 2 wrap-up. Oh, yeah. I wonder if it'll go as good as the first one.
1: Well, the first one was incredible, was, so let's hope so. It was gorgeous. It was amazing.
0: Yeah, it was.
1: So what do you think the Season 2 wrap-up's going to be about? <laughs> I think it's going to be about how great Tale of the Frozen Ghost was. That's
0: all we're going to talk about.
1: Yeah, we will not shut up about it.
0: We're going to be all like, I'm cold. This episode is incredible. (laughs) Ghosts?
1: Ghosts? Ghosts?
0: Ghosts? ghosts. Cold? No, no, ghosts. I'm ghosts. (laughs) Man, maybe we should ask Melissa Joan Hart if she wants to guest star in it. (laughs) This is going to be all about her.
1: I'm sure she'll say yes. Why wouldn't she? I've got nothing but great things to say. Yeah,
0: about like, Miss Hart. <laughs> she's incredible. But, uh oh, that's next week, Brandon. For now, I'm tired. I'm gonna go to sleep. I'm sleeping, Yeah. Baby. Sleeping's great, though.
1: <sighs> I know. I cannot wait. Oh, me neither.
0: All right, Brandon. I'm I'm going to sleep. I'll talk to you in about a week. Okay.
1: All right. Sounds good. Cover the season.
0: Do what we just did for the past 13 weeks. But again.
1: But all at once.
0: Yeah, It's going to be great. I'll bring the sitar. Get the fuck out of here. I'm going to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Good night. Bye, everybody. I wish
1: you saw a dinosaur, Daddy. (laughs) Uh, Bye. (laughs)